You are listening to episode number 452 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 25 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 40 anti-ups, and 77 Vegas cocktail videos, and a lot more for only $7 per month as a subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> so, so no sooner did Vegas vacation end, or or I guess I, I guess. No sooner did a return to normalcy happen is a return to, well, I guess we didn't return to anything. Um, I, uh, I, am, I am currently in the, in the job market, uh, as it were. I was yep. informed by my employer that my services were no longer needed. Yep. <laughs> so now it's 360 Vegas job, baby. <laughs> That's right. All 360 Vegas all the time. All and the listeners, time. I can show you the text conversations that prove that. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. It's true. Uh, my uh, uh, the the one of the so long story short, I, I was I was in a, a difficult situation that I'm fortunate to be out of. Well, let's just call it that. Yeah. I, I've got nothing shitty to say about my former employer, except to say something that I forgot is this is the same employer that frustrated me so much and inspired me to create 360 Vegas. That's so. True. It's kind of in retrospect, I'm like. What the fuck was I thinking was going to happen? Well, and, it, you know, just to put some perspective on this, the, the, the class that you started with or started training with, mm-hmm. most of them did not last three to four months. No, they just quit. Yeah, they, because the, the, the job and the expectations are, were, are just... They were very unrealistic. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't meet them. Let's just let's just say that because I don't think anybody could. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, quite I don't honestly. have the data to back that up, but I would. I my gut would tell me the same. But like I said, it, everybody else that you started training with, and you had experience with the company at least, and part of the software. These people were coming in brand new. They only lasted three to four months. Right. You made it what eighteen? So yeah. yep. you know. It's yeah, and so there's there was that little bit of clenching moment because now nobody in this house hold is gainfully employed. Yes, um, but we'll we'll so be if fine. You know anyone? Yeah. <laughs> if anybody's hiring, now would be a good time. Yeah. So I mean, but you have you you've been taking advantage of the time and have been. Oh my God! I've just allowed my passion for the show to just burn out of control like a fucking wildfire like it's <laughs> it's it's the only thing that's going on in my head like I literally I'm not even exaggerating not only do I have four computer monitors set up that have shit going on at, at almost all times that I'm working on because I'm allowing my my natural 
ADD inclination to jump from one project to another to another to another. And I'm like, you can do that. Why, why can't you do that? Make notes about what you were doing, you know, so you can get back to it later and now start working on this new thing because that's the new exciting thing you want to work on. Right. And we should say, um, on another note, uh, don't worry, Tony, we're fine. We're battening down the hatches because, you know, Hurricane Hillary is supposed to affect Las Vegas this weekend. <laughs> I, I saw, I did see that on the Today Show. I'm like, oh, you guys are going to get like a half inch of rain and that's right. going to totally flood out oh, the lane. no. Well, it's, it's raining actually right now um, and it's been thunderstorming, which is very unusual out here so um yeah but i think we're supposed to it's really supposed to get bad tomorrow and sunday but apparently through like monday we're supposed to be affected by this hurricane that's coming up from the the uh south pacific and gonna hit southern california and then make its way to us that was actually the point i was trying to make earlier is this new uh, photography uh quest that i've got it's like I, I prefer like some people prefer to have the cloud cover in the back when they take their pictures i don't like it i like the the brightness of the sun i like the blue sky right um and I'm not going to be able to go out on this new trek that I came up with until next Wednesday. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's fucking Cause cloudy. Because you're, you're all stuck at home. home. Yeah. And if you, for the rain to pass. if you look at the weather report um, on my weather Ooh. app on Sunday, Hillary it's only it. supposed Ooh. to be 79 degrees here. Yeah. Oh, shit. In yeah. August. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, 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 I'm about to boycott the state. I'm like, we're, this is horseshit. We're, we're going to be <laughs> like, breaking out the... not what I signed up for. <laughs> we're going to be breaking out the hoodies and, and everything else. Yeah. Know, oh, hockey jerseys. Right. The hockey jerseys. Jerseys in August. We had a 74 degree day and I'm like, let's open up the house. It's gorgeous in Michigan. <laughs> We well, don't need the air conditioning today. Well, if, awesome. if it was sunny and and seventy nine, that's a different story. I would totally agree with you. I would I would have the windows open for that. But it's supposed to be like cloudy, seventy percent chance of rain and completely cloudy and overcast. Like that's that's no fun. It's no fun at all. So yeah. So we're well, we're, we're we'll be safe, Tony. We'll we'll post updates I'm, so you know we're not getting say, flooded I'm, out. I'm real sorry about that. This happens to be one of the three days a year where you <laughs> assholes have rain. <laughs> All right, listen, I think we better start the show because we've got nine outrageously like jam-packed information-filled pages of script to get through. So this one is going to be, this one's, actually, I even said to my wife at, at dinner tonight, I said, if we get through all nine pages of this script, I will be remarkably surprised because we've got so much great content here. And that's what so, happens too when uh, we take two weeks off. Doing your regular show. And, and then, and then yeah. I've got nothing but this to work yeah. on. Yeah, but, but time to read every single news article. Right. All right, listen. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Casino staff often use police code as shorthand when dealing with guests. For example, a 408 means a drunk guest. We got that from at Vital Vegas. <laughs> so now we know if... If somebody walk with security walks yeah, by us and says, Hey, I've got a four oh eight, we're like, Oh Make shit. Make sure they're not coming towards you. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Next up is the twit pick of the week. It's a hell of a view of West Fremont Street, although not the view it used to be. But that's okay. Business is business and the only constant is change, especially in this town. So we'll enjoy what we have and be grateful for it. Or so help me, I will turn this car around right now. Anyway. Thank you at Cinnamon Girl for sharing your view from Oscars. At least this view has been classed up by the giant LED sign showing the various former views down Fremont Street. Or was that a final shot at Plaza showing them what they used to have now reduced to a TV on the back of a concert <laughs> stage? Jesus. Nice. 
Well, nice. I, I, you know what? I hadn't thought about that. I just assumed that it was the uh, the influence of uh, of our current and former mayors that that said, "Hey, you got to pretty up the back of this this concert tower because it's messing up the view from my restaurant." Um, I, I sincerely think it's one stage too many on Fremont Street. Oh, God. Because, absolutely. like, I was just doing that the other day with my parents. My parent, I took my parents down to the mom museum, but I've done it a dozen times. I told them, I said, you should have mentioned it. I go, Tony would have gone with you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because, but I was like, I've I've done, I've, I don't, don't want to go to the mom museum right Which now. Which they really enjoyed. And actually, the only reason they left was because it was freezing cold inside the museum. But anyways, to the point that I was trying to make is I was wandering around Fremont. And that's one of the things I noticed because I had, I had done, I was literally just doing laps. <laughs> And uh, and would get to that to that uh, that stage right next to I think it's the Second Street stage, uh, right next to uh, uh, Binion's in yeah. between Binion's and Circa, and then you wander down to the one to the Circa, and it's like they start to bleed into one another, and yeah. I'm like, this is one too many stages, like, you, and they're ridiculously loud. You guys kind of intentionally did this to be dicks, didn't you? <laughs> oh yeah, because Plaza doesn't pay into the Fremont Street experience, right. so that's part is of. Is that still true though? Even I don't day, know if that is Justin? still true, but if they are paying. Into do it now i'd be pissed why <laughs> i'd be pissed too <laughs> absolutely absolutely frankly is as um astute of a businessman that jonathan jostle is i'm a little surprised that what he hasn't done is found a way to work the end point for the zip line to end at some sort of um landing that's a part of their property on plaza oh, they got that the pull yeah. deck yeah the pull deck yeah they could have absolutely yeah, done be, that there is so much space at that pool deck absolutely that's yes so that be, that, anyway, that, there you go jonathan that's that's free business advice yeah, there you go get him to knock down a stage <laughs> so, and then just just land at our place just land here oh by the way, I read some of the comments on uh, Sim and Girl's uh, Twitter post, and indeed that photo was taken uh, during her dinner at Oscar's Steakhouse. So apparently when she, because she won the naming of the yes. uh, ginger showgirl uh, right, contest, right, right. she apparently got bar. two. Correct. Yes, correct. She got two nights free in a suite plus a hundred dollar alcohol credit and a two hundred and fifty dollar uh, Oscars. Nice. Credit. Way to so, go, Jostle. Yeah, yeah. So her, uh, so her, she was so literally. Somebody said, "Are you having dinner there? Was that part of your win?" And she responded back, "Yes, it absolutely That's was. I got a awesome, man. Good for her. Dining credit here. Congratulations so, once again. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. That is super cool. Yeah. As always, we will link to the photo on our. But uh, we will. Damn. Uh, oh, kids, not even off page one yet <laughs> <laughs> buckle As up always we, right because we got eight more pages of this bullshit well we will link to the photo on our blog we'll feature it on all of our so, social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest facebook and twitter let's get into the news which is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Available free on Android and iPhone. Vegas Near Me is the largest and most ambitious mobile app project ever designed for Las Vegas or any other city area. It's like having the world's best Las Vegas concierge in your pocket as the single Vegas Near Me app replaces the need to use dozens of other apps and websites or the need, in most cases, to call or ask for help. Vegas Near Me will fundamentally change the way both locals and visitors discover and choose what they do and see in and around Las Vegas. 
Vegas Near Me is now available as a free app on both the Apple apps and Google Play stores. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. (laughs) All right, so what is going on with the Durango Las Vegas property? Durango, the newest locals property in Las Vegas, brought to you by the people who brought you Red Rock and Green Valley Ranch, will open November 20th. There are no plans for a soft opening for the property that is only about 15 minutes west of the Strip. The resort will have 200 rooms and suites, a casino floor of 83,000 square feet, four full-service restaurants, and ten outlet food hall. And a ten outlet food hall. Next up, a new casino in Inspirata section of Henderson. In the, the Inspirata section of Henderson, plans are for a more traditional stations experience there. What? So, so, what does that mean? More traditional? So, not like what they're do they've done with not not high class like Red Rock and Green Valley. It's more like mm-hmm. Sunset Station and and Santa Fe Station. Why would they build them like the old ones? I don't know. This, this seems to be like a like a, a, a really good thing for them, uh, what they did with Red Rock right. and now this Durango and Green Valley Ranch. I, I don't understand why you would take a step back either unless, I don't know. They, they've got the numbers. I assume they... they are they, the, they going to have, like, the others do with, like, a, a movie theater, bowling alley, a kid's quest? Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. Okay, good. Because I know um, our dear friend Christine is really hoping they put a, a kid's quest there because it's so close to her house. Durango? Yeah. I'm sure they. So that instead of because normally she'll she will bring like if if her and Mike want to go out for a nice dinner, um, she'll bring the boys up to the kids quest here at Red Rock, and drop them off so that she and Mike can go have a you know an adult dinner and while the kids can have. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Like people want to want to shit on kids in casinos. That what some of these locals product properties. Properties. Thank you. (laughs) I kept wanting to say products. I don't know why, Um, but. they they know how to how to handle this. Yeah, they they make it a one stop shop for a family. Yeah, like, I mean, and the kids legitimately have a fun time. It's not just oh, yeah. like dropping them off at Chuck E. Cheese or something. No, they love going. Yeah, they're it's interactive. Right, and they they can eat there, and they can eat their you know what they would prefer chicken tenders or whatever right. versus mm. you know sitting at a fancy table. That's where so. I go to eat while you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> we drop we drop Mark off at the kids corner. No, no, we can't we can't do that because then then it, it starts this whole what is this forty some year old man doing inside with all these. <laughs> Kids, I shouldn't I'm, be here. I'm sitting at this little table eating like a T Rex chicken nugget. <laughs> Guys, these are good. You're gonna finish that. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, I would lovingly remind everyone Tony only reads the script that Mark gives him. Ergo, the next topic is cunt gonna cunt. <laughs> Thank you, sir. A trust fund little bitch didn't appreciate how much power his willingness to throw around daddy's money gave him at win, so he took his business elsewhere. Specifically, to rival club Zook over at Resorts World. What happened will no doubt get a person or two fired, or at least be the catalyst for some serious policy revisions in the very near future. To be a cunt, and the bad kind, not the good kind, we've talked about that before. (laughs) Part of the high roller package at Zook allows you to use their giant LED screen on the building to scroll personal messages. So Cunty Dundee used this perk to declare Resorts World his, quote, house. Because I'm not even going to use his fucking name. He said his name and house, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even giving him that. No. And finally, in an utterly classless tantrum, the fool called out the host he was pissed at by name and referred to him as, quote, food stamps, or suggested that he would be on them soon. It's unclear what the fuck this morning was thinking. He was drunk. Yeah. A situation that Resorts World should be ashamed of themselves and issue an apology to the affected parties. For the record, it is our understanding that that is indeed exactly what Resorts World did. 
It's now being reported that not only has Crocodile Dumbass been banned from the wind properties, he is no longer welcome at Zook or any Tau group club like Hakkasan. If you're interested in all the details, check out the blog post Vital Vegas did. We will, of course, have a link to it. My favorite, my favorite um, over this so bad. part of this whole story was Wynn's response to Resorts World apology. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. they basically Which said, we are not going to dignify um, anything from Resorts World or this guy with an acknowledgement. Yeah. So they, they hmm. basically didn't comment on it at all. Yeah. Which I loved. I mean, they were completely in the right. Like, the the, the host, um, they ended up calling, we ended up calling Metro on this guy because he was threatening the host's family, threatening him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then the fact that he went across the street and did all this bullshit at Resorts World. And uh, resort from, from what I understand, the Resorts World staff, this is a common thing, right? He, he, he dropped 200 grand at the nightclub. And as part of that, you get to put this shit up on the screen. They had no idea of the backstory. They didn't know that he'd been kicked out of win and everything still, else. But still, stamps for Nico is yeah. is excessive. Oh, was, I mean, to me, if I don't know what the fuck is going on, you give me that to put on there. I'm like, on, hold on. You're like, what, what the hell the does that fuck mean? Is going on here? Yeah. Like, I get saying the guy's name in his house. Okay, it's it's you, fucking you childish. Paid, it's stupid. You paid two hundred grand, grand for, for a, you why know. not? Sure. Yeah. That one's not that crazy, but then yeah, once you, yeah, you after, do somebody else's that, name, like, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. I'm I'm thrilled that he's banned even from all the the town nightclubs and everything else. Oh, that'd be awesome. He should be banned I, I, from, I, all, from of all of them. Yeah, fuck that piece of shit. Well, let's put it this way: Vegas is a small enough town. Everybody I no doubt knows who this fucker is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, they will be hopefully hopefully they will be a little bit more cautious if that name comes across anybody's proverbial screen right yeah because that, that guy doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would that would just kind of slide into a nightclub <laughs> yeah, right. yeah yeah he he clearly doesn't want to be subtle no no he doesn't want to be just, do you, uh, it's a classic do you know who i am kind of situation really which is and you just, know that fucking putz. Uh, oh oh let's move on it fucking annoys me even more <laughs> fair enough fair enough all right what's going on with the sphere as lovers of las vegas we're or we've been mesmerized by the sphere and what it can do Feeding that curiosity, the RJ did an article sharing some of the details about the sphere. First, it's the largest spherical structure in the world. It's 366 feet tall and 516 feet wide. The exosphere, or the exterior, is covered in fully programmable LED that can be display that or that can display 256 million colors. Inside. I don't think there's that many number that cult, many number. I'm totally with you. That would have been a you great go joke. Like ten thousand yeah. shades of black. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> there's blue, light blue, dark blue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I owned one of those sixty-four count Crayola crayons. Right. Too. I know how many but colors that- there are. <laughs> 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 don't try and pull this wool over my eyes, sir. <laughs> Inside is 160,000 square feet of space with 16,000 by 16,000 resolution LED screen, the lar- the highest resolution screen on Earth. Sp- sphere seating capacity will be 17,600 with standing room capacity, bringing that up to 20,000. FYI, T-Mobile can seat 20,000. Of those 17,600 seats, 10,000 of them are immersive with a special sound system that will allow guests to feel the sound vibrate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the stuff towards the end 
kind of soured me a little bit on it. Uh, I, I feel like you're you're trying to make me sick, you know, <laughs> with, with high def. Uh, it just pisses motion. me off that this is one of the main reasons that Venetian and Palazzo are now charging for parking. Oh yeah, yeah because people are are going because it's right there, and so they go in or go up to the top of the. Well, I can't go to the top of the parking deck, but I think we've said it before. If you want to see this thing, hop on the monorail because it goes right next to yeah. it. Mm. It's ingenious. And then next up, we've got the Hard Rock Guitar Hotel. Vital Vegas shared sketches of the plans for the new Hard Rock Guitar Tower at Mirage. That, unlike their other guitar hotel towers around the world, somehow doesn't look like any guitar that has ever existed in reality to be located in the location currently home to the iconic Mirage Volcano. As previously pointed out, there is clearly plenty of room to locate this tower at the front of the property without destroying the volcano. That said... The sketch makes it pretty clear why they chose the volcano's location. It's perfectly centered in front of the Tri-Tower. Fans of architecture will no doubt argue that this eye distraction will be counterproductive in that it interrupts the hug concept designed to subconsciously draw people into it with towers that replicate open arms. That's interesting. That's an interesting take. I didn't... I, I never... I never really understood it to be like that is I guess if anything, my bigger concern would be when I'm standing on my cosmopolitan balcony looking <laughs> north up the strip, all of a sudden I've got that goddamn guitar right there blocking most of what then curves around to the yeah. right, i.e. Uh, I guess, you know, who this really kind of fucks over uh, Treasure Island Treasure and Island. um yeah, yeah, yeah. Ti and um, Resorts World and Treasure Island. Most, mostly. Yeah, you're right. Enjoyed this view. Like it, they used to have one of the best views in Vegas. Treasure Island did. Yeah, that was one of the views that made me fall in love mm-hmm. with the city. And now it's yeah. You got a room that looks now it's right down. Giant guitar. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. of that little that little curve in Las Vegas Boulevard where Ti sits, right. you could look right down the strip and That's see cool. everything. Um, this is definitely gonna fuck with that a little bit. All right, we got some Fountain Blue details. Three very popular Florida venues will be opening at the Fountain Blue, a property whose origins began in Florida. They are LIV Nightclub. I don't know if it was supposed to be Live, but LIV Nightclub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poppy Steak and Komodo. Also, two Hollywood hospitality firms are fighting over who owns the rights to Mother Wolf, an Italian restaurant in L.A. with plans to open a location in Fountain Blue. The firm bringing the the restaurant to Vegas says the lawsuit will not hinder will not hinder the planned opening. So I'm still more interested in the carpet. What <laughs> 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 can we see that carpet in casino? <laughs> Liv in Roman numerals is 54. Ooh. I think this is a, a hat tip to Club 54. I'll bet you it is. Wasn't that it? Studio, Wasn't that the, Studio the New York City? Yeah, because it yeah, was Studio, yeah, Studio 54. 54 yeah. yeah, I'll bet or you it is, man. Tip. That would make sense. Well, that makes me less interested because I have no desire to go to a disco. <laughs> I mean, nah, come on, that would be that would have been a lot of fun. I go to a disco. <laughs> I, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed that because again, I think they're going to have something like 27 different food outlets based on what a guy they used to work with, who's now there, told me. I'm Ooh. disappointed that... 60 Vegas exclusive. Well, no, I mentioned it before in the show. The, Three, the, re- revisited. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
to rerun. If you never saw it the first time, it's new to you. That's true. Right. Um, but I, I'm disappointed that what they're announcing are are branches of other concepts, not you know something new and creative. That it's. But I mean, let's be honest. In most cases, something that's been brought to Vegas isn't brand new. It's a, it's an extension of a, of a concept that a celebrity chef has done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, it's but, but uh, never mind. Let me, let me let me retract that because I think I think Bizarre Meat and, and uh, some of the other like well, Bizarre Meat has multiple locations. Oh, see, so, so I was right. Never mind. Yeah. They, he's, he's got, <laughs> I stand by my original. Never mind. Retracted. I will retract my retraction. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was really disappointed. A friend of mine, or was it Bizarre Meat, or is it Haleo? A friend of mine that lives in Chicago ate at one of those in Chicago, and I think it was Bizarre Meat. See, now I got to look. I don't know. I was just, I'm hoping for, I love new and unique places to Vegas. And mm. although I guess like we're big fans of Nacho Daddy and they started out in California and so, okay. I, I might be, yeah. I might just be snooty I, I about like the, the whole thing. Guys. I like the little guys that are like, oh, we're going to expand into Vegas, man. Fuck it. We're going yeah. for it. I mean, it's pretty cool though. You got to, all things considered, it's pretty cool that something like Nacho Daddy, you're right, Karen Bazaar Meats is in Chicago. They may start somewhere. But they get famous because they're in Vegas, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. I'm obviously incredibly biased, though. (laughs) (laughs) Which we appreciate. Jesus Christ, this story, this story just enrages me. Paris cherry bombing. A homeless asshole set off three small explosions in a Paris bathroom. No one was injured, and details regarding the damage were not disclosed. Police were able to trace the man's path from all the way down by Venetian to Paris thanks to video surveillance. Once they caught up with the man, he claimed to have no memory of going into the Paris bathroom. The man faces several charges, including arson. I just thought that was so cool. Like, they, they literally they have multiple video cameras of him walking from one property to another property, and then this one picks it up over here. And oh, yeah, they got cameras everywhere. I love it. Yeah. So cool. I love my city. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't commit a crime in Las Vegas because, and, I, and here's the deal. Let me be very clear. I have a real problem with government surveillance. I have no problems with private <laughs> surveillance. And I have no doubt that they went to the Venetian security desk yeah. and then they went to the uh, Casino Royale and then Flamingo and then Link and then, you know, da 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 da. And, and were able to watch this asshole as he came into to Paris. So they figured out where he came from. Mm-hmm. But you know what pisses me off? Let me tell you why I'm so offended about, uh, about this asshole. Now, Part of the problem is if the guy's homeless, my guess is he and, and, and when he says he doesn't have a recollection, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to believe him. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He probably has a substance abuse addiction. So I'm going to be I'm going to tap into my ugh, liberal side of me to to have yeah, compassion. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> but but the reason why I am so offended about why this guy did this at Paris of all places is Paris bathrooms are one of the only bathrooms in Las Vegas where they have uh, wa- bathroom w- stall walls that go all the way to the floor. Oh. Now, the reason why that's valuable is because, and you're just going to have to trust me when I say a friend told me this story, <laughs> uh, that in the Bally's stalls, they ha- the Bally stalls have um, the, the toilet paper rolls affixed to the side of the walls and there's literally holes through the wall. So when somebody's grabbing toilet paper off from the toilet roll in their stall, their hand is ever so partially reaching through the door oh. or the wall. Yeah. 
touching the other side bathrooms. Toilet roll. What? I'll make sure to so, never yeah. visit a stall at fucking yeah. horseshoe. Yeah. Um, so so the the Paris bathrooms are one of the quote unquote nicer bathrooms, I would say, in, in Las Vegas. And um, please don't destroy those. I know, right? <laughs> Stop ruining our shit. Exactly. Next up, more paid parking. Installation of the new paid parking gates has begun at Palazzo and Venetian. Grazi Rewards Premier members will have... Or, uh, sorry, Grazi Reward Premier members and up will receive complimentary self-parking. Nevada, Nevada residents will receive three hours complimentary by scanning a valid Nevada driver's license at the self-parking kiosk. Palms took the opportunity to reiterate that, quote, free parking is one of the perks of playing and staying at Palms. People expressed concern when construction was seen in the Palms garage, but the property clarified that it was to install additional cameras and security features. There's no way we're, I mean, we'll never get status enough to park for free there. No. Where? At Venetian Palazzo? Yeah. Do they do 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 tier matching? Oh. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I'm sure we've got friends who could help us out with that. That's true. Well, here and I think something that's worthwhile is I do believe the reason I got status with um, Venetian Palazzo last year was merely because I was able to uh, get points for my food. Now I may be all wet on that belief, but I think you can get much like with Cosmo. I think you can get points through your eating. Well, well, we'll talk about what's happening with Cosmo oh. here a little later. <laughs> oh, uh, right. oh, 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 shit! Yep. All right, all right. Yep. Any other thoughts on paid parking kids? Because now I now I really want to talk about this next topic. No, <laughs> no, go ahead. All right, all right. Hearing none, we will move along. <laughs> talk about the flight club survey. In a recent Patreon poll, we asked you at Vegas Vacation Twelve, do you think three hours at flight club was too much, just right, or not enough? We only gave you twenty four hours to comment, but you did, and you did unanimously, saying three hours was just right. Feedback also unanimously said that for the number of people we had in attendance, 25 for the record, three hours gave us enough time to take turns playing. Thanks to all that participated and the great crew at Flight Club for playing such great hosts at Vegas Vacation 12. You're hoping, or you're helping to shape the future of Vegas Vacation events. You Patreon people, not not Flight Club, <laughs> for the record. Well, Flight Club kind of is too, but... Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Karen, I'm going to let you go first, because otherwise I'm going to wax poetic for 20 Ooh. minutes, so I, I will let you... I don't know that I, I have much to say. I'm, I'm, I'm poetic out there. happy. Yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm happy with the results that they thought the time period was just enough. That's very, you know, very informative and, and will help us make future decisions. So that's really all I have to say about it, Tony. So why don't you just go ahead and start waxing away? <laughs> well... <laughs> I, I, so first of all, I can't help but feel, Mark, that the 25 for the record was a loving dig at me for undercounting the number of folks that I, so I commented, I, I, po- I voted and then I posted a, a, a comment, so a little bit of feedback under the, uh, the, the poll that was being run. Uh, and, and, and I, my observation was I voted for, let's just keep it again at the three hour marker because it felt like for what I thought was 20 and now I'm learning is 25. It felt like everybody got an opportunity to play that wanted to play. And so what was nice about that, and I, I, I talked a little bit about it last week, but I'm going to remind folks again this week, which is to say, if you end up with a group of say 12 or 14 at just one particular dart board, you're going to double up then. So all of a sudden I got to be 
partners with so many other fun folk. And if it wasn't my turn, it would have been my partner's turn to play. But we still all got an opportunity right. to throw darts. And over three hours with an with truly an open bar, uh, it was. It, it, and let's let me just highlight that for a hot second. It really was an open bar. It was as, drink as much as you can drink during the three hours. Mm-hmm. Jackie was stellar. You were never for want of a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought so. I voted for let's just keep beer. it. At, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just keep it at three hours. That was that seemed like a really great amount of time yeah. uh, to allow everybody to get to play, to get to drink, and to get to socialize when they weren't playing. So I'm I'm thrilled that that was a unanimous um, a unanimous vote for, well, for and three I, hours. I like versus some of the other things that we do where we're like, hey, we're doing a meetup so everybody, you know, show up and buy drinks and do whatever. Like, you had something else to do mm-hmm. that was also interactive. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. To me, it was, you know, you're not just showing up and drinking. You're like, hey, you're drinking and you're throwing darts while you're socializing. So I really liked that part of it. And it was it was no dig at you, sir. I just happened to have these specifics. <laughs> you, you you did yeah. estimations. <laughs> I did. I did estimate. That was, that was cool. I, I can... This is one of those things where... You know, when Mark and I will will have these text conversations back and forth on what do we want the next Vegas vacation to look like? So many times we say, well, you know, we've done that before. Uh, let's not do it again. Or we've done this in the past. Is it time to bring it back to the forefront and, and, and re-experience it? Mark, man, this is one of those instances where I... Oof, I don't know you're going to get a whole heck of a lot of um, pushback from me if you want to start making this one of the staples a la group meetups, group gaming, yeah. and then a flight club. Wow, uh, I yeah, I'd never thought of it in, in that in that realm, but that's a... I, I and I still, assure you... Go, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I still want to try and again I can't believe I'm saying this but I still want to try an event at like Top Golf. Well and I'm not adverse to it at all. I think it's I think it's a great idea. I think we're gonna have a blast doing it. You just can't do both in the same Vegas vacation. I agree with you. And secondly Top Golf isn't going anywhere. I mean it's a gigantic structure. They're building a second one for Christ's sake. Well it's not it's not gonna be a top a top golf it's a top golf like Thing, okay, but you get but, the point. The point yes. is, it's clearly very popular that they're they're expanding, you know, in uh, in in the market. Which, having never been, I don't understand it. But and from with, everything that and I've with heard, Flight Club, this they've only got one in the city, and we, I, I just want to support them so that they don't go anywhere. I get it. Well, again, that will be the fun part. Stay tuned for Vegas Vacation Fourteen. All right, talk to me about the Legacy Club at Circa Special Events. During the month of August, Friday and Saturdays at the Legacy Club atop Circa is the live music series. Admission is free, there is a dress code, and performances are typically 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. September's event has already been announced, and it's Bourbon and Blues, September 9th. That event will be held from 4 to 7 p.m. and costs $125 per person. It will feature live blues music, a unique selection of bourbon paired with hors d'oeuvres, and a complimentary tasting glass. Ooh. That actually sounds interesting. A circa tasting glass? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And the fact yeah, that there's hors d'oeuvres, and I like that this is early. Yeah. Like the live music going from 10 to 1 a.m., I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not staying up that late, but having this from 4 to 7? Yeah. Hmm. Agreed. So can we, Mark, we might want to go and you can taste the bourbon and I'll eat your hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> right. There you go. Seems like a fair, everybody wins. <laughs> everybody wins. 
And then uh, the last bit of uh, information we got under news, we've got plenty of prop bets, kids, so don't go anywhere. But for news, talk to me about the more F1 updates. Butter Vegas is reporting that employees inside the F1 footprint will be expected to either shuttle in or use pedestrian bridges to go to work. Preparations for F1 has caused traffic to be so bad that Uber drivers are avoiding accepting trips to the Strip because the money is not worth the time waiting in traffic. An, ep- an economic impact study forecasts that F1 will bring in $1.28 billion per year for 10 years for the city of Las Vegas. This number is believed to be grossly underestimated. To continue celebrating this new partnership, Red Bull worked with Caesars to have an F1 race car placed on the roof of the property, a la Doug's bed on the roof uh, from the movie The Hangover. And, and for perspective, they're saying, like, the Super Bowl is expected to bring in 500 to 600 million. Right. F1 is expected to at least double that every year for the next 10 years. Well, when you're charging eight grand a, a night for a fucking room, right. those numbers aren't hard to, to no, reach. It's insane. I yeah. feel... I thought about... Sorry, what's that? No, go ahead. I was just thinking, I thought about sending out a tweet the other day, or frankly, earlier today, uh, that said something along the lines of dates to totally avoid if you ever want to enjoy Las Vegas. And then it was going to be like, you know, the dates for Super Bowl and March Madness and the, the rodeo and F1 and mm-hmm. yeah. New Year's. You know, just it's it's getting to the point. And listen, I love, don't get me wrong, I love that Vegas is is having its, its moment and, and it deserves it. But uh, the same guy who posted that they th- that, that it's possible that some believe that the number of 1.28 billion is grossly underestimated also had posted out that that where he was where he was at and these this information was being um, was being shared he was kind of live tweeting it out uh, somebody said well listen Vegas is not a gambling city Vegas is an entertainment and sports city yeah. and I thought bullshit Vegas don't don't adopt that mindset. Do not adopt that mindset because if the minute you adopt that mindset, you're going to push all of us because there are still a few of us stragglers that are hanging on, right? Who say we could go to Biloxi. We could go to Atlantic city. We can hell, we can even stay in our home state of Michigan and hit all of the assorted, uh, well, I would say Indian casinos, but that's not true. We've got corporate casinos like MGM grand Detroit, et cetera, et cetera, available to us. Don't adopt that mindset. Vegas, please, please try to continue to cater to the, the gambler. And it's okay if you want to have these certain dates. I I don't begrudge the Super Bowl and the and the March Madness dates and even the F1 dates. But please don't that that scared me. I'm not gonna lie, that scared me a lot when I saw that particular tweet saying Vegas is no longer a, a gambling city. It's an entertainment and sports city. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would agree it's an entertainment city. I, yes. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think that that should. Gambling is part of that. Don't lose. Don't throw the the thing that that created the city to the side. But I understand it's a part of things now. You got nightclubs and restaurants and fucking all this other shit. You but, know. But to that point, I mean, stop and think about it. We've kind of been priced out on a lot of the table games. Yeah. At most of the, the like the strip properties, especially. And so when we go gamble, it's almost always video poker mm-hmm. because we can't afford. I I am not. I mean. Yeah, can I afford a $25 blackjack table? Sure, but I'm only going to ha- do like eight hands and be done, you know, which is not right. how I want to... Yeah, it's not fun. How I want to spend well, my money. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So I think to that point, the city is... And I'm not, I'm not saying this to, you know, make you sad, Tony, but I think the city is taking advantage of the fact that it's drawing big concerts, 
you know, sporting events, that kind of stuff to really complement, I think might be the better word, uh, you know, the gambling aspect of it. Vegas, Vegas is an experienced city. Mm-hmm. You, you can come here and do some amazing things that you can't do anyplace else. And I think that's, they're, they're trying to get away from just being dependent on the gambling. Mm-hmm and finding so many other reasons to draw people in and then take advantage of the fact that they can then gamble their money away and lose that too. Well, and then as, right. fr- as, as frustrating as this whole thing is, I mean, let's, let's, first of all, they're, they're making so much money off it. I don't, I don't blame them. Um, but second of all, like listen to, to all of us small rollers bitch about it. Like on, Oh, it's, uh, I fucking hate what you're doing. To me. You're, you're, you're chasing people. Don't go to Vegas. now. it's a, it's a terrible place. Right. And I'm like, First of all, no one's listening to that advice ever in the history of <laughs> Vegas. No one's ever listened to that advice. Um, but but secondly, I, it's listen. It's another thing you're going to have to deal with. We're going to have Super Bowls from now on. We're, we got tons of sporting events and shit like that. These are things that if you're not into them, you're just going to have to deal with them because yeah, they're here. You they're just avoid those anywhere. dates. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I concur, Karen. That, that's that's what you got to do, yep. or at least I will do. It's just just avoid the dates. Yep. Just avoid the dates. All right. All right. So we've got a ton of fun prop bets, kids. So let's uh, roll into that. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. So first up, Vital Vegas is record is reporting that the FAA has given the green light for a 699 foot hotel tower. Why not just make it a fucking 700? Nice round number, folks. <laughs> Why can't it be seven? 699 foot hotel tower on the Casino Royale site. It's speculated that the property will close and be demolished, but there have been no official announcements. FAA's approval on the tower expires January 21st, 2025, which for a little bit of worthless trivia is the day after a presidential inauguration. So, din, 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 din. The more you know. <laughs> Don't have to say about that. Actually, I did say to my wife uh, over dinner that um, there is a very real, very real probability that I'm going to make us, meaning her and I, go to Vegas and stay at the uh, Best Western that is the casino. <laughs> and she said, doesn't it kind of lose something when you're technically paying your money over to Best Western and not, you know, a hotel casino like, say, Casino Royale or Imperial Right, or right. And I said, I said, don't you shit on my good time. I know, right? There's <laughs> an excuse to get to Vegas. That's right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Donny Osmond has extended his strip residency at Harrah's into May of 2024. I'm curious. I don't know. I have no interest. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to solicit you to go see him or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he peaked when we were before we were we were born. I concur. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> at Life in Vegas on Twitter shared the view of the new exterior illumination at Mandalay Bay, clearly inspired by the signage at Circa. I saw it. I thought it was pretty. I thought it. I thought it looked good. Yeah. Hey, did he? read Donny Osmond. Did he read that? Did he read I, too? I did. No. Oh. Well, guess what, kids? <laughs> the, the, the alcohol's kicking in. Vo- the vodka tonics are kicking in. Nice. Yay! <laughs> View from the wing.com is reporting that over the last year and a half, ugh, this is such a gross story. It is gross. Bed bugs have been reported at Circus Circus, Caesar's Palace, Planet Hollywood, Palazzo, Tropicana, MGM Grand, and the property that shall not be named. 
we don't want to get sued, so we, we don't want to say anything controversial <laughs> right. about, about, like. about a certain property. <laughs> uh, well, we haven't stated any of those for a while. I know, right? I thought about that. I'm like, ooh, we lucked out. <laughs> oh, it's the first thing. It is the first thing my wife does is she pulls those covers oh, yeah? off from the mattress, and she, yeah, she's digging between the... Does she have, a, she have like the, a blue light where it kills them all and chill like that? Oh. <laughs> no, it well, doesn't. It doesn't kill him. No. Nothing kills him. Yeah. Nothing kills bedbugs. Yeah. No. Get the fuck out of here! I didn't know that. The short of setting that mattress on fire and yep. yeah, throwing no it. No way! Window. I didn't know that. Oh my god, that would be an amazing backstory for the Hangover. That's actually what happened. There were bed bugs found. So they tossed on, the mattress. So they tossed the, the mattress. mattress. <laughs> Goodness. Fan fiction, I guess. Plaza is getting a new show called Burly, formerly known as Misbehaves Mavericks, previously reviewed on 360 Vegas Reviews. It is a burlesque slash variety show. Good for you, Plaza. I would totally go see that just because I want to go into Plaza's uh, theater. Yeah, no, I, I would be up for it. Yeah. Didn't, you, didn't I see J-Dubs post something on Twitter that you all are going to go see? Miss, ain't misbehaving or somebody? No, or no, no, somebody no. He's, he's, we've already done that review. We've gone to go see uh, uh, Dita Von Tess. Yeah. And that's not misbehaves? No. Mavericks? No. That's, no. That's, that's, that, that's is, a show. Dita is a person. Yes. She's She oh. is a... She's a former Marilyn Manson girlfriend, if that helps to... Paint a picture oh. in your head, but she looks. Oh. If you've never, if Google a picture of her, she she's is a, a she's a classic, a beauty. classic like pinup style. She really is. That is it really into like like burlesque. literally like like if if you saw a picture of her in black and white, you'd be like going, oh, what is this from World War Two? Yeah, and so she's reviving. Her show is is going to be in the Jubilee Theater at what was Bally's now Horseshoe. So she's kind of reviving the burlesque style show. She's there. even going to use some of the props that they use in Jubilee. Yeah. You mark. No, it is. At Melts Vegas is reporting that Virgin nope, is looking nope, to make. Nope, s- nope. Skip it up. You got the one ahead of it. Oh, John. You're a- yeah. Oh, John that's right. I got too excited. <laughs> At John Owner's Tour, Mahaffey is reporting that Plaza relocated its Kino Lounge to a location next to the Players Club. For those of you who like to play the lottery. <laughs> I argue huh. that all the time. Scott always wants to be like, when are we going to get the lottery? Like, we fucking have it. It's Kano. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, granted, yeah, it's not mega jackpot no. money. But. Right. But you also have a way better likelihood of actually winning some winning fucking something. money. As a matter of fact, this is funny. We're even having this conversation. I just went to the grocery store yesterday. And while I was there, I scanned. They, they just keep a little, at least in Michigan, they, they keep a little, um, like, um, well, scanner for lack of a better word that you can scan your Mega Millions or any of your scratch-off tickets whatnot. So because the Mega Millions had been in the billions as of recently, my wife and I were going out and we were each buying a $20 ticket. So I'd buy 20 bucks. She's been 20 bucks and we did it. We obviously must have done it uh, three weeks in a row because I had $120 worth of Mega Millions tickets and we didn't win a single fucking dollar. The lottery, <laughs> man. From, like, I, I, it's not, it's not it's, fun. The lottery's not it is, fun. It's just uh, fucking annoying is what it is. It is. As as Rush Limbaugh used to say, it was the one way you got poor people to pay taxes. Because... <laughs> Because it is it is nothing more than just a total 100% contribution to the government to play the, the lottery. And it just it pisses me off every time I buy it. But I'm like, you know what? You know what? When I win $2.5 billion, right. I, will, I will take you all with me, kids. Yeah. All right. 
At Melts Vegas is reporting that Virgin is looking to make some changes to the property, one of which is bringing the center bar back. Duh. The center bar at Hard Rock is credited with starting the father of the, quote, center bar concept in Las Vegas. I didn't know that until this article. I, I didn't know that they started either, but I mean, you walk into that property and it's so obvious that something is missing there. Oh yeah, big time. Because there's time. there's nothing there, and you can see they still have like the round circle in the carpet. They're, the space well, is the wide open. Too, the lighting. Yeah, it's wide open. Yeah. And, and so I don't Boy, know if they like. Oh, look, it's going to be a visual bright open space. It's like it's stupid. That's where the center bar is supposed to be. Sorry, uh, Richard Branson. I think you guys fucked up on this one. Sorry, that's me. The people behind Electric Daisy Carnival are bringing another music festival like that on a smaller scale to Resorts World. <laughs> At Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department reported that a video was circulated showing a LVMPD officer pointing a taser at a street food vendor near the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. During the incident, the vendor pushed the officer to the ground as he was attempting to detain him. The only thing that pisses me off about it is why I didn't get to watch him tase his ass. <laughs> because who the fuck do you think you are pushing a cop, man? Yeah, that's that's not a not a smart decision. No, never. Usher's new music video for the single Boyfriend has a scene showing some choreographed dancing in between the slot machines at Park MGM. <laughs> Gotta be honest with you, I'm sure there was production value, but it looks like literally if we were like, okay, guys. In between these slot machines, you're going to start dancing. I'm just going to start filming it. <laughs> that's right. Go, go, go. Stylistically, that's what they were going for. Right. <laughs> Citing a scheduling conflict, Grandma Madonna rescheduled her tour dates in several cities, including <laughs> Las Vegas. Two of the dates were rescheduled while the third was canceled. How you have a scheduling conflict come up after you announce the schedule for your tour seems like the kind of shit somebody should get fired over. Well, and, and uh, by uh, contrast, Kylie Minogue had 10 shows go up, sold out so fucking fast. She was like, all right, I'll do another 10. Yeah. Fucking sold out again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Do you not have your following anymore? Yeah. Probably because you yeah, don't look exactly anything right. like you. In the grandma Madonna, well played, Karen. That that was for, for the record. That was not in the script. I added. I added the, the grandma. That was ad lib. Karen's funny excellent. too. Karen's funny it's too. It's excellent. Which is unfair though, because I was mid drink when she dropped that. <laughs> that doesn't. That's not in the script. Don't go off script. Fun katana comes out my nose. <laughs> Following the asset-like concept, Vital Vegas reports that new LED marquee at Horseshoe was paid for and now owned by Branded Cities. This is the same company who owns the screens at Mecca Walgreens and Treasure Island. What? They sold That's the, fascinating. They right sold the, the LED marquee? Yep. Yep. That's amazing. That is amazing. So uh, one of the interesting things about that is that, or that Vital Vegas had brought up is that it's it's smart in, in the short term because you're not, you know, you're not saddled with that cost. But you lose out on ad revenue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now I'm sure they have to pay. So, like, the, I remember seeing the, the sign at Horseshoe was advertising, um, what is it, the Bedford, right. I think. Mm -hmm. So yes. now are you paying for advertising for spots oh, in your own mm -hmm. property? That would be fucked up, man. Can you imagine? Great, great observation, Karen. That's I mean, right. I'm sure there's something in the sale that says, you know, Horseshoe... Um, content has to be displayed X amount of times, whatever it is. But if you want to add anything else and then 
are they are they banned from? I, I would have to believe that their contract says that they can do anything that's casino based, but X amount of it is commercial space that they can do whatever the hell they want. Well, but that, what's what's to stop the, the, this company from you know putting an MGM ad up on a Caesar's property sign? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. in the contract. This is just weird. I, that's dumb to me. It's been going on for years I, at Mecca Walgreens and Ti, so. I mean, Mecca Walgreens to some degree, right. I'll, 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 I'll cut some slack too, but this seems like a missed opportunity. Like, like oh, I agree. It's so funny. These casinos are nickel and diming shit so hard that now they're nickel and diming themselves. Right. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to pay that sign. I agree. Mecca so Walgreens is a completely different thing because that's a, that's a, a retail. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a retail space that, you know, has all these tenants. But TI hasn't else. had that problem. That's directly connected to the property. Yeah. Oh, fuck TI though. They're a one off. <laughs> They're one. Well, and they just added that screen. That's only been years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, it seems like just. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, it seems like just. So never mind. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I am ready. I am ready. I am ready to check this place out with a refresh of the space. The Dorsey of Venetian is now Juliet. New drinks are on the menu as well. I knew the fact that there were new drinks would would get your attention. That was so. You know what I think was a lot of fun game was when when um, Magnus, when our buddy Magnus and his and his friend uh, uh, Leith came over from Scotland last year for Fourth of July. We hit every single one of those cocktail bars that that Venetian Palazzo had, and the only one that we I think the three of us collectively really enjoyed the most was the was the place that had the um, that bird cage type yeah. seat which is over which might have been actually the door seat come to think of it and that heart that breaks my heart if the one that we actually liked they took they 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 redid. Right. I want to say the Dorsey is the one. Electra's the other one that I was thinking of. I think right. the Dorsey yep, is the that one. Was, that was another one. Or and then I've got, I've got some really, really fun pictures. I should post them to Twitter. I should make sure I get Karen's permission first. But I mean, there were some <laughs> really cute pictures, Karen, where you were like, the star in the middle of like this sausage fest where it was <laughs> Tony and Mark on one side of you and Leith and, and Magnus on the other side. It was just, it's the cutest pictures of, of you and, and the rest of us. Um, and, but we had fun. We, and we enjoyed ourselves. We had a good time, but anytime that there's a new cocktail place, uh, it, I'm, I'm in, I'm absolutely yeah, and in. And so. I'm with you. I'm hoping that, that the one that we liked wasn't the Dorsey. Because right, to your point, it would right. be a shame if the one that we did like was the, the one that they yeah, redid. It is. All right, I'm going to read this as written, but I completely disagree with the sentiment that it's going to put out here. The design for the monument glorifying what a madman did to innocent people was unanimously approved this week. There are other details, but we refuse to celebrate this moment in history. All right, make your point. My my point is, you're not celebrating what he did. You're it's a it's a memorial to the people who lost their lives. Yes, this guy was an asshole. He was a madman. I don't ever want to mention his name or, you know, really talk about what he did. But there were, you know, over 50 people, innocent people who lost their lives. And I don't have, I, 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 I'm glad they're doing a memorial to it. So we have a very different take on this. So I read what you wrote. All right. I, I disagree with the sentiment. Fair enough. Awkward, but fair enough. Yeah, you'll, get, <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll get over it. You know, is, is a guy kind of sitting on the fence here between Mark's very valid point and, and Karen's 
you know, memorialization of, of the losses, uh, loss of life. I don't really know where I fall on that side because I, I get both sides. It's, um, I almost kind of wish that maybe they would have done something for the victims somewhere else. You don't have to do it at the location where it occurred. Mm. I think there could have been something that could have been done to, to, to memorialize the, the loss of life of these fine people. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, and that's exactly the point is is with this show. Like, please, anytime like we say something negative about something, please do not take our word for it. All we're sharing with you is an experience. If it was a negative one, go out and see if yours is, is different. You know, so definitely, uh, that's one of the things I love about the show is, like, we're allowed to have different opinions. I want other people to have different opinions. I want you to make a decision based on multiple opinions. Yes, don't get fucking sassy. You never like it when I disagree with you. Right, you're, we're married. That's a completely different that's conversation. Completely. That's you. All right, homeboy, that's you. Oh, see, I got lost because you guys. Oh, did you hear that? I don't know if that made the... That was, that's thunder. That's thunder. Folks in Vegas, that's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? It's being reported that Adele has a little cry before and after every Las Vegas residency show. The reason being, she is so emotionally charged by the entire situation she is in and the enormity of emotion involved in so many of her songs. And she's a little crazy. <laughs> I thought it was kind of sweet. Yeah. Sorry, Adele. <laughs> Vital, Vital Vegas reports that Harris has plans to refresh its port couture or porty couture. <laughs> Just to annoy those that don't. There's only one way to say it, Caldarna. Uh, and if we didn't tell you, you probably wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, I got to say the renderings are very unimpressive. It's like what what changed? What happened here? Right, exactly. <laughs> Looking for some cool Vegas history art? Then check out the new table next to the front bar by the table games pit at El Cortez. Oh my God! Could that have been any more uh, yeah, Vegas no. vacation? So you're going to go through the casino, walk past blackjack, <laughs> not craps, not roulette, but blackjack. You're going to come to a set so of elevators. Cool, I wouldn't Don't go to that one. <laughs> Don't go to those elevators. Those aren't yours. <laughs> Check Stay out away the from new table next to the front bar by the table pit. <laughs> table table games game pit. Yeah. Uh, at Julian Romano five five nine is reporting that it is comprised of intricate designs made up of chips from old properties not with us anymore, like the Thunder. Thunderbird, Western, and Club Bingo. It's a sharp table, man. It's really cool. I'm going to open the link because I haven't seen it. All right. One of the things people really like about Cosmopolitan is its partnership with Marriott's Loyalty Club. Good news. It was announced that MGM is entering into a long-term agreement with Marriott and their Players Club. And their Players Club. (sighs) Yeah. This might be the, the one good thing that MGM is doing with the Cosmos Players Club. Gather around, kitties. Karen's got a point to make. <laughs> we are ready. We're ready. So, last month, uh, the Identity Club got rid of the weekly dining credits that they gave, and it was it was ten bucks a week, right? It, not that. And then there was a bonus, like pizza. a monthly bonus. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Uh, this month, we I just discovered that they've now gotten rid of the monthly dining credits. So. Since MGM has taken over, um, my offers, my, my free play offers, my weekly free play offers have gone to shit. It's only, it's like been $10 a week, which they took out all of the really good games that you could even use this on to try to get anything. And then now they've completely eliminated the dining credits, which... You know what may be more annoying is I can't reuse the phrase muronization. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I just, I'm just so I know they say it's not changing over until February of 2024, it's, it's but it's changing. It's changing. Things are changing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just aggravated. Yeah. Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. Nope, I just did one. All right. It's being reported that the NFL is calling the planning process for the first Super Bowl in Las Vegas the smoothest process to date that they've ever had with any Super Bowl with no gun placed next to their head as they phrased it. (laughs) Or at least crediting the city's experience with hosting large events. So I apologize, Mark. I I took a little bit of uh, uh, liberty with the gun to the head point. As I read this, I'm like, this seems super forced. Like, we swear this is the smoothest process to date that we've ever had with any Super Bowl it, ever, ever. We it should have you. been more emphasized. Like, they were more like, holy shit, this is way better than we've right? had before. Yeah, that, that's how they should have said it versus the, you know, kind of <laughs> yes. the force. Because, right, it does sound a little bit forced. Little right. I mean, Please don't they, put my feet in cement. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods is bringing his Pop Stroke Entertainment Facility to Las Vegas, specifically to the town square, with plans to open in January of 2024. The facility offers 36 holes of championship-level putting greens, a two-story restaurant, four full-service bars, games, and more. So this will most likely never be included in a Vegas vacation. Oh, no, it's all the way down to town square. <laughs> well, not just that it's all the way down to town square, but it's like professional fucking putting greens, like... None of us are fucking championship level And how putters. are they doing like 36 putting greens inside a restaurant? I don't know if it's inside the restaurant. It's probably like uh, Top Golf where it's outside. Well, they'll have to oh, knock, I, knock some shit down if they're going to put I, it outside. I assumed you were allowed to smash out, you know, windows of a very expensive SUV or roll it down a <laughs> mountainside doors. It, yeah. Exactly. Some sort of, right. Make it real, Tiger. Make right. it real. Well, they may have like for the, the rolling, they may have like one of those... Um, VR, uh, you know, chairs that you sit in that, you know. Oh, that's, you know what? Now that, see that kids, I would pay $35 for 15 (laughs) minutes to sit in. Shania Twain announced an extension to her residency at Bach Theater at Planet Hollywood starting May of 2024 and running through December. Good for her. Yeah. I know. I love this story. I love this story. I'm, I'm thrilled, actually, that I, that I... And I'm not being sarcastic for once in my life. I'm, I'm thrilled that I get to report this story. <laughs> Boyd Gaming has donated $100,000 to the American Red Cross to assist with the Maui wildfire relief efforts. In a statement, a spokesman said, quote, without Hawaii, there is no Boyd. Hawaiians make up an estimated 75% of the California's business and two-thirds of Boyd's downtown business. Wow. That's brilliant, but man, talk about a razor's edge, man. If anything happens there, you are fucked. 75% of your business. That's that's part of the reason why they didn't open Main Street Station back up for the longest time. Yep. 
That's right. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the, going to California. Yeah, the restrictions on traveling to and from Hawaii were, were so great that they there was a huge part of their customer base that wasn't coming over. Right. New York staple Peter Luger is preparing to open their first steakhouse outside of the state. Despite being originally announced in 2022, plans are to open this fall at Caesars Palace. The only thing I know of Peter Luger's is from uh, Rounders. I, I'm excited about this. I've, I've heard a lot about Peter Luger mm-hmm. and obviously never eaten there, but I'm, I'm excited for this. Cool. It's a steakhouse, so of course I'm down for it. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. At Maltz Vegas is reporting that Aria will offer an all-you-can-eat at Aria's proper food hall for three hours during Sunday football. Drinks are separate. Interesting. Did it say how much it was? It was all you can eat. Oh, oh how much it cost for oh. the thing? Oh, fuck. I forgot to write it down. Sorry. <laughs> Interesting. That could be a good deal or could not be a good deal. Uh, Although Mark, if it's Mark seemed to think it was a good deal, so my guess is the price was reasonable, but I forgot. And actually, I kind of like that because if it's all you can eat at any place. In food hall, yeah. yeah. Well, I want, uh, so if, if nobody's like been there, you literally go to your table and sit down, and they've got the QR codes that you scan with your phone, and you can order from any of the places in the food hall, and they bring it to you. This is Aria? Yeah. That's cool. Wow. So you don't have to you don't have to get up, which I love because you you know claim your spot watching football. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, now I want another little snack and order it from. What, I don't even know the places that That's are in really there. Cool. But oh, there's tons of them, man. There are. There's there's like seven or eight spots in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the only reason I know is I we I went there and had um I had drinks with uh, Troy, um there and was kind of noticing because yeah the, the I seem to recall trying pizza aoki. At some point, I don't remember when, or I, I or even my opinion of it. You might have. I, I did not. But yeah, it's a really cool concept. So this, this is kind of a cool idea. Basically, if you sort of sit down and scan it and say yes, I want the all you can eat, and I'm sure the clock then starts ticking on your table. When to get the fuck out? Well, yeah. but that's how you've eaten well, enough. Least, get out. Yeah. But I mean. <laughs> I, I think it's again the what they're doing with the QR codes. We talked about it when we were at um, Brewdog. You know the way they had this gigantic long table that sat, I don't know, twenty QR people. Codes are cool. <laughs> and and you you know they just you know you ordered from the waitress. It went on a tab for the table, and then you as the individual scanned the QR code and said, okay, this one's mine, that one's mine, that one's mine, and went ahead and paid for it right there. Which was hmm. I, yeah, which I thought was really cool. So similar thing I guess with uh, the food hall. So. You know, Mark, uh, Karen, that, both of you. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anybody that gives a shit what I'm about to say. I love that in 2023, I respect the hell out of the fact that for servers at restaurants, breaking up tabs is unbelievably inconvenient. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of not, but but be that as it may. If you if if you're going to have such a problem with folks that want a group of say eight that want to break up a tab then you know what? I love the fact that this technology, much like at Brew Dog, much like what you're talking about right now, Karen, at this it, uh, the Faria place. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you the opportunity to say, okay, here's your fucking tab. You assholes figure it out. At the end of the day, as long as that goes from a $790 tab to zero, we give no fucks who takes what right. off from the tab. Yep. But you want to break it up, then fine. Y'all better remember exactly what you each ordered to pay for because right. it's on you to figure that stuff yeah. out. And yeah. I am A-OK with that. I, I could totally not be more okay with that. Yeah, the, the, one, the one risk factor of it, like I said, at, at BrewDog, um, you know, everybody were paying the tab and I, I could scan the QR code and see what was left. 
And initially yep. there were like four items left on the tab that I was I was kind of like, okay, who's got this? I, I think it could potentially be dangerous. Somebody could do like the dine and dash and just bail. God, you I mean, hope not. I mean, yeah. If you, I, I also love much like, I, and, and I'm going to circle back to a joke that we had earlier. Nobody gave a fuck about a new electric daisy carnival because we're all so fucking old. <laughs> I, love, I love that we are of an age now where nobody walks away from their, it's certainly not a dine and dash, but even there was, I remember there being one thing left at, at Brewdog that had not been yet taken off the t- that had not been paid off from the tab. Mm-hmm. And I love the ability to literally just take my phone and I scanned it and I paid for it. It was, it was truly, it was a random, like, four dollar beer i gave no shits that somebody either forgot or didn't know that it was theirs because we're all like as a group a, there were what 20 of us conservatively 20 all at Blue yeah. Dog. Yeah. yeah yeah we're all of an age now where, where we go you know what and, and again I, I i circle back to the amazing generosity that was at the cosmo cosmopolitan cabana pool where people were like you know what it's my turn to pick up a a, a, a 10 pack of of beer Lucky it's my beer, turn yeah. to, to put that on my tab that I just enjoy that at my age. There are some perks. If there are youngsters like Jerry that are listening to our podcast right now, there are some, although 46 kind of sucks from an age demographic, right? There are some perks that come with being 46. And one of those things is the ability to just say, yep, I want another 10 pack of beer at the pool at the Gabbana uh, Cosmopolitan or I'm going to pick up these random things off from. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You don't things aren't quite as tight uh, at 46 as they certainly were. And I remember, so I'm not judging (laughs) as they were at 26. Very true. All right. Last one. Details on what the fucking holdup is for NFL great Emmett Smith's restaurant playing for the Faction Show Mall were recently revealed. Ooh. The issue, I know, right? I like to build up suspense. I like this. I was, I, I wrote this and I'm like, comes. ooh, what's happening? <laughs> well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Allegedly, allegedly, the issue is that these two partners, they're suing each other for attempting to box each other out of the deal. But... No word on what that actually means for the future of this Vegas project. What, what, what's your guess, Karen? Oh, this is probably going to be tied up in the courts for so long. Never it's never going to happen. But I mean, what do you think? What do you think, Karen, from a business standpoint, as an insider, you know, you you know the well, restaurant so, world, the Vegas world. What do you think is actually going on? So what I what I read was there's the company that has like the lease, right? Mm-hmm. So so they, you know secured the space and everything else and then there's the company that's supposed to run the restaurant op- uh, operations and the company that's supposed to run the operations was also responsible for building out the kitchen so what i read was that company b that was supposed to run the operations had already invested like seven hundred thousand dollars in the build out and kitchen equipment and everything else and company a that has a lease changed the locks so company A or B has put all this money in and company A basically locked them out and said, thanks for the equipment. Have a nice day. So that's, that's why they're <laughs> suing each other. And, and supposedly company A was, t- was trying to bring in somebody else or a, a different concept or whatever to, to run the restaurant operations. So I don't know. I, I, I hadn't heard of either of these companies before, so I don't really know what's going on, but it was very actually, <laughs> 
hmm, I wonder if one of my former company's business partners was involved because that sounds like something that asshole would do. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I read about it. Is you know they were they were trying to, although it's it's Emmett Smith's name and Emmett Smith has nothing to do with any of this because it's it's literally just on. his name. You know, I'm sure they're paying some branding thing to him to be able right. to use his name. Exactly. But again, you had two parties. One, you know on the business side fronting the money for the lease and the restaurant build out space and then the other one responsible for the kitchen build out and, and the menu that are fighting with each other. Hmm. That's, that's fascinating. That's interesting. <laughs> Actually, if you'll indulge me for 45 seconds, I'm going to, I'm going to legally up this bullshit. Ooh. There is something, there is something in the contracts world called unjust enrichment. And it is exactly what it sounds like when you go and you offer something to somebody and then you try to um, scratch that. And then that person tries to take it from you. That's considered unjust enrichment. So let's just take. Um, your, so, Karen, you just went through this giant kitchen remodel, right? Let, yep. and, and, and you hit a couple of barriers along the way. Yep. Let's just say a halfway, two thirds of the way through the process, even a, even a quarter of the way, it doesn't matter. It, let's just say at some point you said, you know what, original contractor, screw you guys. You're, 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 you're yanking my chain. You're dicking me around. I've told you I want X. You're trying to give me Y or, or you promised X would be available on a certain date. And here we are six weeks past that date, four months later, screw all y'all get the hell out of my house. I don't want any of you here anymore. I'm done with you all. Okay. That contractor would have what's called an unjust enrichment claim against you because they at least did something that started to make your kitchen be the kitchen you wanted it to be. Right. Right. And so even though you fired them, which you perhaps under your contract with the general contractor would have had the right to do. You are you don't have the right to keep whatever they had done in your home without at least compensating them for right. that amount of work that they had done. And that's where you go into court and you start to hash out and litigate over. Well, you as the homeowner say that they really only provided you about three thousand dollars worth of value. And they're going to say, well, no, that's not true. We provided her two thousand dollars worth of supplies plus four thousand dollars worth of labor. You know, and everything labor else, yeah. exactly so and that's where you hash it out this is an interesting sort of legal concept because what's if according to what you're sharing with me karen it sounds to me like you've got this company b that put all of this very expensive kitchen wear into the building yeah. and then the owners of the building building lock the doors and go haha you can't get in here anymore right company b is going to go whoa, whoa whoa what about the value of all that shit that we just put into your building right this is this is why is dorky and, and and as boring as contract more law might sound to folks <laughs> contract law is one of the most practical real life um scenarios that you're ever going to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis especially for homeowners who whoever do rentals well and it so. also depends on like how the contracts are written up right because some of them if people very rarely read through what you put in front of them these days um, and, and to, to actually read through and make sure there is there a termination clause is there you know what does the language say around it all of it, it it's it kind of speaks to be careful what you sign because they really could come back and right you know hold you on it right um, sure. but yeah with the I think that's also why with like the kitchen remodel you, you know there was a deposit and then there were progress payments along the way right so they know they've been through this yeah <clears throat> they did I mean and it took them forever even once everything was done 
um, they did finally call last week and ask for the final payment on it, which I was like, of course, it was like the day that that Mark is you got you got the news, yeah, the the day that that Mark you know is is no longer employed. Then they call and they're like, oh hey, we need the balance of our payment. I'm like, okay, great. This timing is just awesome. Of course you do. Exactly. Way to way to perfectly end this relationship. (laughs) Exactly right. Although no, because now now I have to. So they warranty any and all of the work that they've done. And yeah. I noticed uh, last week that the dishwasher um, is, what, how, how would you describe it? It'll tilt. So when Dish you open forward. the dishwasher door, the whole dishwasher will tilt down. Like, oh, it, so it's like, not like yeah. solid, stable on the ground. It moves. So I'm like, huh, well, that doesn't seem right. So I have to call them out right. and have them yeah. fix that. Well, they installed and, and, it. and do it now, right? Because no doubt the clock is ticking on how long they're going to allow you to call them back out. To, oh, no. Any, anything that they've installed that has a lifetime warranty on it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's a good... Mark. Like I said, it's it's a good company. They did good work. Just the communication and lack of follow-up sucks. No. So... It's too bad. Anyway, sorry. Enough of that. That's it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. communal cards you get in a game at Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we've got some 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out, explore the ever-changing landscape, and share that experience with you. This week, we are discussing interblocks social craps at Planet Hollywood. Tell us about your first-hand experience. Yeah, first of all, I don't know what the hell it's really called. It's just Interblock is who makes it. I just decided to title it Social Craps. It's a hybrid of digital and analog craps game. So there's good and there's bad news about it. The good news is we're looking at a $5 minimum at Planet Hollywood. That's, That's cool. good. Yeah. That's cool. You get to shoot at a real table. That's, That's also cool. good. That's cool. Digital betting machines surround the table. You get mm-hmm. tier credits for playing. And you get to keep track of, of the fact, like, that's one of the problems that I've always had with uh, with table games is that, you know, they, they tell you that they give you, you know, uh, credit for it, but I don't get to actually see it. Mm. You know, here I get to actually see that I'm getting tier credits for it. Video screens with multiple angles of shooting dice, like, literally, there's video of, uh, it's some pretty sweet angles uh, that I wish I could have gotten pictures of, but uh, uh, of the shooter. Uh, and it, it pays out exact percentages, which I know isn't isn't new technology I, as soon as they started doing digital crafts they started doing exact percentages but no oh, so you get like pennies and stuff all, for your... all the way down to the penny huh, yeah okay. now the bad it's only got two times odds on it it's also got an odd audio issue because both over the pa and at the individual terminals there is audio and for some reason i don't know if it was just this one terminal you would have audio that would overlap each other and it would just slightly echo um, because it was just it was just slightly off. Uh, it's missing the atmosphere a little bit. Now, when I say that is, I was hanging out with a couple of guys that were, that were fired up. They're having a great time. And whenever they were paying attention, you know, we're, we're getting people fired up. Like, all right, fucking shooter, let's go. You know, here we go. Um, and, and one of the reasons why I think this atmosphere is missing is because most of the dealers don't call out the numbers. So one of the problems that you have is the dice are thrown and everyone's just sitting around waiting. Like, what happened? Did, hmm. did, 
you know, so everyone's just quiet waiting to hear, you know, what, what they What's, end up What was the outcome? Yeah. yeah, because they're waiting for the PA system to fucking tell you instead of the, instead of the actual croupier. Yeah, it, it was lame. There was one deal. Did you that say that like the croupier has to like punch in the the number in the terminal before it gets communicated back out to you guys? Right, but the thing is, is there there was one croupier that we were there that was doing it just like the old school. Like he's calling out like the numbers as, as they're coming out, like oh four five. You know, I don't know. Fuck their little phrasings or whatever. Right. But. No feel numbers? five. How about that? No feel. No five. feel five. There you go. Um, he's he's doing all those things, and when he was there, the energy was clearly different in the place. Right. Um, <laughs> and then the walk of shame. So the way this thing is set up is these terminal, like you got your craps table sitting in the middle, and then you got all these terminals that are that are kind of they're kind of far away from where right. the table is. They're not pushed right up against it. So the thing is, is that you know everybody gets a turn shooting just like they do at a regular craps table. So the problem is, is since they're not announcing the number. You, you as the shooter are the first one to realize you lost, so everybody around you is waiting, and it happens, you're like, oh, I'm done. So uh, if, you're, <laughs> if you're the shooter, do, is there another terminal that yes. is then at the table? So basically your bets move up there so that you can continue to make changes to your Correct. bets while you're shooting? So what happens at each terminal outside of, of the, uh, the, the craps table is it, when it comes your turn, it says, do you want to be the shooter? And it says yes, and if it does, it automatically transfers over to the screen that's right by that's the craft table. Okay. So you get to handle all your bets and do it all. So yeah, that that's that was that was pretty cool. But the last disappointing thing about it is that you can't tip the dealers in the machine. Oh, that sucks. So you can't that's call surprising. for you know yeah hard ways or any of that kind of shit for the dealers. You can't do anything like that. Which huh. I, I I always thought was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, until we had the dealer that, that I had at downtown Grand. <laughs> yeah, the Grand. I mean, in that instance, actually, that's going to save you lots and lots and lots of money. Yes, it, it would. <laughs> it would have. Well, and quite frankly, if the dealers are that unengaged that they're not even calling out the numbers. It's so disappointing. Mm-hmm. Do like, I really want to tip so them as much? glaringly obvious. Yeah. When uh, when a new dealer came in, you're like going, oh, like everybody's just kind of deflated because like like all the energy I, I just got sucked out of it. But it was still fun. Like like we were well, like you would like one of the things that I started doing is as I was out there, I would call the number out when I saw it. You know, mm-hmm. the problem is I can't add Smart. The, dice, the dice up as fast, but <laughs> but it's faster like, than you know, you know how to add like a four and a five together. You gonna, know that's I was mine. Say it's only but, up to twelve, right? Shut up. Like, but shut up. Sometimes when the you look at it, you're like, my brain's not well. And there's always alcohol involved too. So, oh you my know. god, that's the best part. Yeah, that's the best part. But that, that means it slows it slows but, down your math but doing adding that ability. Made you look kind of like a celebrity when you're like going, uh, you know, like like uh, I got an eight, I got an eight, hard eight, you know. That's amazing. I, I can't wait. I can't, really, I can't wait to give it a try. It's this, fun. And frankly, my wife and I were talking about this story over dinner, and she said, this sounds like the most awesome way to play craps for her specifically. She's a bit of an oh, introvert. Yeah. She doesn't want to throw the dice, nope. but she wants to be a part of like the group. So when the group is sitting around, or, or in this instance, yes, instance, sitting around playing craps, she can be a part of the game and she can root and she can cheer for them, but she doesn't actually have to be there and she doesn't have to try to figure out taking money off from the table or putting chips on the table. She, she said to her, this sounds like the perfect introvert way of playing I would craps. completely agree with you. I, it, it's a great beginner's guide to craps. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next up, 
Next up, Karen, we got some listener feedback. Mm -hmm. In particular, we got a PayPal donation from great, great friend of the show, Ryan. And I do believe, Ryan, you pronounce your name Muleman's, and I hope I'm even close. I hope I'm at least close. No, we just call him Ryan M. That's yes, kind of I, exactly. I <laughs> he's, he's like he's like. Well, I know we both have difficult last names. Here's how you spell it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ryan gave us a very kind PayPal donation, and he writes retro karma donation. I forgot to do this prior to leaving. Can confirm 100 percent of the time these donations guarantee great times in Vegas. True, true. I'm humbled. By 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 the percentage there, but it, it is one hundred percent true <laughs> that it right. is one hundred percent every time. I love it. Well, I do believe Ryan uh, that uh, I did a, a one of those seventy seven uh, one of those seventy seven Vegas cocktails that uh, that I've done. You got you got the shout out because you were the reason for that cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that, Ryan. And congratulations. I hope you had a, an amazing time in Vegas. All right. Next up, I'm Karen, if you will indulge me just one hot second, I'm going to I'm going to kind of lead you into this particular uh, feedback that we got. So this comes from another really, really kind human being. Uh, he sent it as a DM to me. He, he and I just communicate through DM. I'm totally comfortable with that. If folks want to send me yeah. uh, feedback. Uh, Absolutely. Whatever is DM convenient to you. On Twitter. Yeah. Yep, you, whatever's easiest. You're absolutely encouraged to do so. Uh, I did give him a heads up that I had edited this. He said I expected it to be edited. Uh, but this is so we read uh, at Alberta Gambler, a.k.a. the gambling pi- uh, pilot. We read his trip report about three or four weeks ago right. as we're recording today. And he and we had had some questions about him being a pilot and tipping oh, a right. front desk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He had tipped a front desk young lady a free round trip ticket. And yes. we're like, wait, wait, wait. I need to know more about this. <laughs> That's, <awesome. laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. No, I remember. So God love him. He uh, he gave us a little bit. He had another he had another trip, uh, but he wanted to fill in some blanks. So, Karen, would you uh, would you jump in there? Absolutely. So he writes, hey, Tony. Oh, and Mark and Karen. Thanks. (laughs) Also because we gave him shit because the last one was only addressed to Tony. Right. After listening to the last episode of 360 Vegas, I figured I would indulge Karen and Mark's request to expand on some of the other portions of our trip to Las Vegas. A few items to start as a bit of context. Number one, the airline I work for gives us 25 round trip tickets per 500 flight hours to hand out to people as a form of goodwill, Holy shit. which definitely provides the opportunity to give lots of cool, quote, tips to those in the service industry. Fuck yeah. As such, my giving of the ticket to the lovely front desk agent at Caesars Palace was a way to show our utmost appreciation in hopefully a meaningful way, even though it didn't, quote, cost us anything. Well, it cost you working hours, so, you know. You got to work in order no, to get you, those. You earn that, man. That's awesome that you give that shit out. Uh, a side note to 360 Vegas listeners: If you have a great role in the craps table with me, you just might get a tip you weren't oh. expecting. <laughs> That's great. You need That's to tell great. me immediately when you come to town. Next I know. Time. <laughs> I, I will roll my little heart right? out. <laughs> Never mind that I might lose hundreds of dollars, which probably doesn't That's cover right. the cost of the round trip ticket, but. <laughs> Number two, I was hoping to include some of the restaurants and bars, etc., but felt that the review was already quite long, so now you get part two written to you from the UK. Oh, I like it. And this was, yeah, this was me going, well, wait a minute, you said you had great food, like, where did you go? What did you do? So, thank you for indulging me on this. After our first jackpot, we decided to go and try Yardbird Table and Bar, per the recommendation of the slot attendant, when we asked her what her top food spot was on this trip. 
My wife got the chicken and waffles, while I went with the lobster mac and cheese, both of which were amazing. They were definitely the best chicken and waffles we've had, but the lobster mac and cheese was more mid-top of what I've had before, but definitely made the top five and certainly did not disappoint. Mid-top. I absolutely love the fact that that man used the phrase (laughs) mid-top. I love it. We also decided to check out Alexa's for some cocktails later on in the night, and we're both very impressed with the selection of chic cocktails we enjoyed while overlooking the strip in the fountains. I'm always on the hunt for a new bourbon to try and managed to have three to four bourbons here. (laughs) Nice. Also had a great server there. The next day, we really wanted to go to a nice steakhouse, and after reading online of the top spots to check out, we decided on STK. Good one. Now, this may be controversial, controversial, but I am the belief that Alberta beef, the Providence in Canada I am from, is the best beef money can buy for steaks. Ooh. After visiting STK, I am still of that mindset. <laughs> now, oh, damn. Now, don't get me wrong. The steak was good, but for the price of it, we were certainly hoping for a bit more. Hmm. However, I do understand a large part of the cost is for the ambiance, and in that sense, I would be happy to go back with some family or 360 Vegas friends. I hope to one day meet at a Vegas vacation. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, um, hmm. STK is not, if you want to go with friends, there's really no point because you're not going to be able to talk to them. Well, it depends on That's the room true. you're sitting in. I've never, it's and, always and, been. And in any of the back rooms or the bar, you're fucked. You, you have, there's no opportunity for conversation. Yep. Oh, this one's good. We also visited Honey Salt for brunch on our way to, to a hike as we love to find hikes wherever we go. That's right out here by us. That's, yeah, that's an awesome restaurant. I'm glad you found a little local spot. Hopefully that provided a bit more backstory and information for my favorite Vegas podcast. Looking forward to meeting you all one day at Alberta Gambler, a.k.a. The Gambler Pilot. We are very much looking forward to that, too, as well, sir. Thank you for sending those additional well, details. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, that was very cool. Next up, um, uh, just fucking amazing human being. God, I love this. I just I just want to nuzzle my face into his little like where the neck and the in the in the in the shoulder come together. I just want to just want to nuzzle nuzzle my face right into Rob. Uh, I just love the human Rob, being you, so much. You've been warned. Don't watch out. Exactly, a couple of drinks. Right, exactly. and now if he's, he's not exactly, nuzzling, yeah. he might actually start the danger zone. Exactly. Just ask Kimberly. She knows what to watch out for. Um, so we got an email from our buddy Rob, a.k.a. Sky on the Rocks. And so Rob writes, Thank you for putting together another 360 Vegas vacation. A couple of thoughts. One of the more comical moments occurred during the Cabana event. We were all migrating to the pool when somebody claimed, jokingly I'm sure, that if you keep your shoulders underwater, you will not have to worry about getting sunburned. (laughs) I happened to be standing next to Tony, and he had this quizzical, full-of-doubt expression on his face, and after processing this remark, he said, as only Tony can, I don't think that's true. <laughs> it just hit hilariously. Well done, Karen. Well done, because that's damn near how I said it. That was my Tony that impression. Well fucking done, Karen. <laughs> I can I can picture your face going. I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, it just hit hilariously and was one of the many belly laughs we had that afternoon. <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, you know what? I think the world of Rob and Kathy, like if, if, if there ever comes a time where Rob and Kathy ever were to say to me, Tony, you're just, you're kind of an asshole. I would change literally everything about myself. <laughs> because, uh, 
because I respect the shit out of those two, and they are so much fun, and they are so sweet, and I, and it was so much fun. I got to spend a great amount of time talking to Rob. Rob, I'm glad everything is is going well for you, buddy. I know you know what that means. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Kathy, it was it, it was I got to s- spend time with her. She she shared with me some really. F- personal touching stories about like now that she's retired, kind of what's happening, mm-hmm. happening at her, at her, at her now uh, retired place of employment. Mm-hmm. Um, she shared with me some personal stories about her, her son and, and kind of what he's dealing with living in the downtown uh, Chicago area. It's just, it's just, it's fascinating to get to hear their, their stories. And I'm just so they're, they're living their best lives. And I know that is a super trite thing to say, yeah. uh, but in this instance, like they are just digging life and they're talking about their new home that they've got in Florida mm-hmm. and like, and, and they're like kind of describing where they live and and what their house looks like and i'm like i think there needs to be a 360 vegas vacation florida style going (laughs) no shit they literally went just fucking name the date we'll host everybody that is just how amazing they are i I always say that i want to i want to be rob and kathy when we grow up right because they're just i mean you can't find two more awesome people they're just yeah anytime they show up makes sense oh yes but wait there's more uh, wait, there's shrimps. <laughs> wait, Doesn't really apply, shrimps. but that's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> um, no, it's also oh, my cousin Vinny. Is that all? No, wait, there's more. You see this here? Oh, that's right. <laughs> God damn, well done, Karen. Oh, it was right in my head, and I couldn't figure out what movie it was, and I'm glad I got that out there. Okay, sorry, Rob continues. In regards to Tony's frustration with F1, here is my perspective on the issue. There is a walkway connecting Bellagio to Caesars. I believe overpassing Flamingo Road. On Monday morning, I walked this route to Caesars. Sure, there were a few of what I would call, or of what I would suspect to be homeless sleeping there, but this isn't about that as that is a separate issue and more complicated than what I want to say. Well, then why did you start writing it if you don't want to say it? Um, what bothered me was the condition... Now we're by like, ooh, what dropped <laughs> What bothered me was the condition of the walkway itself, which was, in my opinion, decrepit. Dirty, cracked areas of the base, and cracked railings. It's amazing that all these resources can be directed towards F1 and tearing up the strip, etc., yet the walkway connecting two iconic properties is already just some forgotten area with a shrug of the shoulder since only tourists will see this on their way to the next slot machine. Quote, just tourists, right? I am sure that funding for this comes from a different pool than the F1 crap, but the contrast in attention is startling. The moment I saw this, for whatever reason, the sadness of this resonated with me. I heard a lot of similar complaints about Chicago in regards to where money for projects came from and where and who it wound up benefiting. Go ahead. Get the A's baseball team, do the F1 stuff, but please take care of the basics. That walkway is probably not the only area in need of some love. That was from our friend Rob at Sky on the Rocks. Wow, what a what a very insightful, thoughtful uh Oh those wow. the the walkways that have been up for a while, like this one, um wait, he said between Bellagios and Caesars, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yes, they're they're looking a little rough versus if you look at the newest one that just went up um from Park MGM to that mall on the other side of the street, you know, it's in great condition. All of them have issues with the, with the escalators not working. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the, it's outdoors and in the desert, and people are spilling drinks and whatever God knows all else down there. So it, it's not surprising that they crap out all the time. But yeah, it's like where's where's the 
where's the, the time and attention and the money being focused on? I mean, you would hope that they, if you want to make a good impression on all these people coming in for F1, you would hope that they, you know, fix up the walkways and everything too, but right. likely that's not going to happen. Eight grand a ticket. You know, I'm really glad that I had an opportunity to, to so Rob and I discussed this little exact issue that he's emailing about right now in, in person when we were at the cabana pool. And one of the things that he didn't say that I think is insanely insightful that I wish he would have included here is he said, listen, I'm not going to make an argument one way or the other that when the mob ruled Vegas, that it was a quote unquote better time than present day. He said, but one of the things that gets lost in the corporate ownership of these casinos is when these casinos were individually owned by these assorted associations, they would have at least reached out to one another and they would have worked together to say, this bridge looks like shit. And if we're going to have a high-end property like Caesars and a high-end property like Bellagio, we sure as hell should make our connecting bridge look really fucking classy so that the gambler from Bally's would feel comfortable going over to Caesars and the gambler at Caesars would feel comfortable walking over to Bally's because that is our target demographic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was insanely insightful, Rob. And I couldn't, I I agree with it just as hard today from, you know, my drunken memory as the day (laughs) that you said it to me in my drunken memory so <laughs> that was he's his points are not lost though that you don't have to because i know that to some degree scott likes to scott robin likes to play that card about oh everybody wants to allege that it, things were better when the when the mob ran vegas and, and that may be true and that may be not true but rob's point though is not lost that would never like I think about Casino. I think about the movie Casino and that that story, that real life story about how uh, uh, rusting wouldn't deal, wouldn't allow one blueberry in one person's blueberry and then like 18 yeah. blueberries in the other person's blueberry. Yeah, that's that a legit a story true, from that movie. That really is. That is a true ass story. I think that the same thing holds true about if you're going to have two high-end properties like Caesars and Bellagio, they would never have allowed that overpass to become that run-down and deteriorated and tired and just dirty that it is present day. Totally agree with you. All right, well, I think that's going to do it then for episode number 452. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our buddy uh, Rob and the uh, Alberta Gambling Pilot did, please send that to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.